Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of January 7th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. Hey, I'm pooping over hey, there! Hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing over there? So, All right, man. What's going on? Yeah, I have just been absolutely cranking down on Dragon Age Origins. Ooh, cranking uh, down? So, yes, I, I, beat, uh, I beat the main game. Um, okay, okay. So, I guess I, I did the first couple DLCs that are like built into the main storyline um, I went ahead and went for the ending where uh, I marry Anora and become the king because I was playing a human noble male um, Alistair takes over the Grey Wardens spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> for a fucking 10 year old game I guess uh, yeah so I've moved on now to um, Awakening uh, the like full expansion pack or whatever. I'm gonna run through sure. and do all the DLC, but you have to do. Uh, if you want to get your completed, uh, you know, run through or whatever, you have to do Origins, then Awakening, then um, you do uh, Witch Hunt last. So um, okay. get ready to. I'm, I'm building up my final run here. I'm about I don't know. I'm about a, less than a quarter of the way through uh, Awakening, I guess. And then um, other than that, of uh, not necessarily where, new. I've been in like an old game. Well, where are rut. you playing this at? Xbox. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could be streaming had... it if I wanted to, but I certainly do not. I, I just didn't know if you had like a PC copy <laughs> or do. something. That's what. You were, uh, <laughs> that's where you were playing it. I have because it on everything I, basically. I, I know PC has kind of a different play style. Than yeah. The I mean did. the PC one is generally probably the way to do it. Right. But um. I I always enjoyed like for nostalgic reasons I really like the 360 version. The 360 version is the worst rated of all of them. It has the lowest uh, score, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I mean that really doesn't mean anything. That's fine. Yeah, it doesn't Honestly. really bother me. I mean the difference would be two like, points. <laughs> console, well, console and PC. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. PC is really the way. Something. Yeah, PC is like a totally different game, and that's why I don't like to play it on PC is because it's not the game I remember and I'm playing it for nostalgic reasons like right, right, right. it is a good game on its own like mm-hmm. it's something that I would recommend to anybody who is a role playing fan like if you somehow missed Dragon Age Origins at the time like you have to go back and play it I mean honestly yeah um, yeah it's amazing so uh, but you know I, I'll always be playing it on Xbox it's just my that's my way fair enough but um yeah, so I've been having a good time with that. And then, uh, it, like I said, it's been sort of a... Uh, I've been on like a nostalgia trip, so I've been playing a lot of older games. Um, started playing uh, Valkyria Chronicles 1 on the Switch. Okay. Um, so Switch has the first Valkyria Chronicles, and they just released Valkyria Chronicles 4 on the Switch. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 2, 3, and a couple side stories were all released on the PSP, so nobody on Earth played those. So who could say how good they are? Yeah, Certainly are they not me. No, no plans of re-release or anything? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, it's possible that those will get put on the Switch as well. But uh, that'd be smart. I mean, they're the games do not all directly carry like follow after each other. They're all slightly different. Mm. Um, they're set in like the same world, but it's like I guess alternate versions of that world or something. I don't know. So uh, how, I mean, how does the game feel to you? Uh, like, how, uh, yeah, how are you feeling about it? Playing the first one, which came out in, like... Uh, actually, it was about the same time as Dragon Age Origins. It was, like, 2008, 2009, this one right. came out. Uh, from Sega. Um, I remember my cousin was a big fan of the game, so I actually saw a little bit of it, like, one time for, like, Christmas or 
something, some event, family mm-hmm. event. Um, he was playing it, and I watched him play a good, good little chunk of it. And um, yeah, so it's something that I'd sort of always been interested in, and just never got around to it because of how like obscure the series was, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely feels a little dated, but uh, I don't know. I like it. It's it's a uh, tactical. You have like. Um, you have like a amount of like basically a bar that drains as you use it where you like select a character it goes into third person you like walk them around and that drains action points uh you move them to wherever you want them to be to try to set up a shot then you go into aiming mode which is like a tight third person over the shoulder and then you put your reticle on an enemy uh and then you shoot and it the bullets all land randomly somewhere within the size of your reticle the reticle right yeah, yeah so, I, like cool. every Every time I look at the game, I think I played a bit of... I think I played, like, maybe a demo or something for 4. Yeah, they just released the demo for 4 right before uh, that game came out, so... And I feel like I played 1 for a mm-hmm. very long time ago. Yeah. And it, it always felt kind of weird. I, I don't know. That's weird. It felt, it felt very, very odd. But I fucking love the style. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, the art... <laughs> I love the art. I love, yeah. like, when you hit, like, with, like, uh, a, a gun, it's, like, this is, like, you see the words pop up, it says, like, rat-a-tat-tat or whatever, or a yeah. rocket, and something blows up, it's, like, the big boom or whatever. Yeah, there's um, some really cool stuff about that. It's, like, it's like a playing, like, a comic or a manga. Right, right. It would be really good. Like, I don't know. That It definitely seems like a game that I should, um, I should give another shot to, so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I got it. I mean, they're on sale. Uh, the sale might have just ended on the Switch, but the original is like twenty bucks. Um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's pretty either. good. It's 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 a fun one. And then other than that, I mean, the mobile. You know, I've been playing Pokemon still. Nothing sure. crazy going on there. Been hatching a lot of eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Pasty popped in chat saying that uh, he loved Valkyrie Chronicles one and been playing it on and off. Oh yeah, uh, the past year. Yeah, it came um, out like, uh, I mean, if you're playing it on like PS3 or whatever, then it's, you know, it's been out for like 10 years, but uh, it came out on Switch like early summer or something like that. Right, right. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's, it's definitely uh, in the wheelhouse of the kind of game that I've been playing recently. So, yeah. M- might be time. Might be time. Sure. Um, it's a good one. For me, as, uh, as expected, still playing, uh, still playing a bit of Skater XL. I've actually sold quite a few copies of the game, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. Just people they're, coming in, like, like Twitch, hey, yeah. honestly, what do you think of it? Are you, um, you know, are you, like, how much have you played it? How much have you played, uh, um, like, Session? You know, did you play Skate? And, you know, after people are there for a second and they kind of hear and see that I know, like, what I'm talking about, especially trick-wise, mm-hmm. um, like, they'll usually be like, you know, try to throw a curveball or something like that. Like when I have the stream name, uh, like, um, like call out a trick or whatever, mm-hmm. and, I, and and I'll make it happen. Uh, yeah, they they usually are like, well, damn. Like quite a few people are like, yeah, I've you know, I'm da- I have it downloading now. When I watch you until, you know, until it downloads, and then I'm gonna go. And I'm like, yeah, come back. And, That's really uh, cool. <laughs> let, let me know what you think of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the way that they've set up a few things that I really like, um, including the bounding on their rails, which is something that we haven't really seen mm-hmm. since Skate, is they've bound uh, the bounding box 
Whereas some games will just put like a square, like over the rail entirely. Mm-hmm. So you can't do anything fancy. They bind the uh, the bounding to the rail itself. So if there's like a split in the rail, there's like the top rail and then the bottom rail. You can mm-hmm. send the board through the center and jump over the top. You can do like hippie flips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Super sick. Um, so that's that's one of the things they really did right, and their uh, their trick style is is um, is still really good. So you know, I'm having a lot of fun, uh, having a lot of fun with that and explaining what the game is uh, to people. So, mm-hmm. um, but aside from that, the other big game they've been playing. Uh, pretty much over this weekend, we played a healthy amount. Myself and Pasty Pasta Man, who's in the chat right now, um, mm-hmm. we've been playing Divinity: Original Sin two still. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we've really caught back up. Um, really, really defined our characters on what they are and what they do, and mm-hmm. and honestly, um, kind of a powerhouse. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, like we, like I, uh, I control a cleric and a ranger. Um, he controls a, uh, summoner and basically a druid mm-hmm. and, um, and a warrior. I think he has a specialty name for, uh, uh, his, his warrior. Like he has a class build for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, um, night and day from our, like he just said in the chat because our build sucked. Um, yeah. I don't think our builds sucked. I think our builds would have been fine. I think the biggest issue we had is half of our team healed from poison and the other half healed right. from standard. Yeah, yeah. The build, like each individual character's build was good, but the team layout was bad or whatever. Like yeah, the, yeah. The composition. Like I started my main character in our first run as uh, a necromancer. Mm-hmm. And then in the second act, I transferred her to using a bow. So she became like a sanguine bow- bowman, just mm-hmm. like uh, my uh, ranger is in this game. So, I mean, it's essentially, it was essentially the same thing. Um, yeah. It's just at, like our healing situation was really, really poor. And that's why I took on the crystalline cleric, which is super fucking sick. I'm getting to the point now where I can... Uh, set decay on certain like enemies that don't have that reverse mm. healing problem. Yeah. And I can heal them and damage them. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it's really it, it's a really cool way to have that character um try to control the battlefield. Like even at one point, uh Pacey over here, uh you know, someone has to pay for lap dances for the big guy and mm-hmm. uh he 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 goes and and he's uh he he found um a lady of the night, as some might say. Mm, vampire. Uh, no, a prostitute. Yes, the I other am. lady of the night. <laughs> I understand. Are you sure? Um, she a vamp- was she a vampire? Though? She might have been. Uh, Who knows? We killed her pretty quick. Oh. Um, because she Sorry, robbed man. the shit out of him. I come up to. Like, I, come, <laughs> I come upstairs, and he's standing there, fucking naked. And <laughs> how uh, the hell did we do this again? And all these people, literally again, the first game, the same shit happened. That's funny. And, uh, yeah, uh, so he had to do this whole fight naked. Um, with one of his characters, it was three characters, it, when we have four, which was poor, mm-hmm. pretty fucking poor. Um, he was naked, no armor, could only use so many skills, but I managed to heal him through all of it. 
And we managed to win, um, even trying to pull, and even managed to get our fourth character into the fight um, about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was saying something. It was pretty much, it was like a, like a six on three scenario for yeah. half the fight. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, for real, my, my cleric wasn't the strongest for the first few hours, but it's, it was about getting those skills. He said that the cleric yeah. was fairly weak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now she's very, very necessary. Mm. And then he yeah, called not... the lady who robbed him uh, a bitch. Bench. <laughs> she yeah, was a dirty bench. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Uh, just learning new things about it. We're progressing fairly quick, realizing where and where we shouldn't be going. Um, mm. Yeah, I looked for this. Uh, he actually asked to play uh, today, but it, you know, schedule wise. Uh, it didn't work out for me this afternoon. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to jump in and play more. Kind of, it's one of those games you kind of, after you play it so much, you kind of crave wanting to play more of it. Hell yeah. It's really good. And then, of course, I actually haven't been playing too much Pokemon uh, Pokemon Go. I haven't been doing too much with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, a, a catch here and there. I, I haven't, we haven't really went out um, and, you know, picked up any uh any gifts or anything so that's kind of been a deterrent mm-hmm. um because uh, uh ashley had her wisdom teeth out so she's still recovering from that uh yeah. so you know other cool things have been uh have been going on like i've been uh, i downloaded i mentioned to you before the podcast um mm. i've had letterboxed for a very long time so i'm kind of uh I'm gonna this year. I'm really gonna start when I watch a movie. I'm gonna review it on there, mm-hmm. uh, just so it's like I have it in a standard place, um, and I can kind of rate like my top movies of the year. Um, That's cool. As That's well cool. as well with video games, um, there's an app called GG uh, mm-hmm. that you can download. That one's really good um, for finding games that you've played, you know, all the way back to like when I was a kid. Um, so that you know, that's really good. Like, hey, I remember playing. Uh, Streets of Rage 2, and that was fucking fantastic. Yeah. You know? That and that's cool, too, because, like, <clears throat> that can help to point out, like, somebody will be like, oh, did you ever play blank? And you're like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. And you can look back and be like, oh, shit, I didn't. I need to get into that. Yeah, yeah. You can create uh, you can create a wish list, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and you can create several wish lists. And then, um, as well, when you're clicking on the title, you can change the play status from want to play, you know, either I own it or I don't own it and I want to mm-hmm. play it, to this is a game I'm currently playing, a game that I've beat the main objective, so I've beat the game, mm-hmm. a game that I've completed 100% of everything, quest lines, items, and everything, right. um, one that I have played but I've put on hold, uh, mm-hmm. so that one's shelved, or abandoned, one that I played and I've just given up on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can kind of set it up, you can create your own lists. Not only that, you can... Uh, I think you can, like, maybe send friend requests. I know you can search friends, but I don't have anyone else that uses it right now. So, you know, that's that's whatever. Um, that's and you can see what your friends are playing, what they're beat. Um, oh, yeah, there's followers and following. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a good way to see what games are coming up to. Because you can set up, like, a list. Like, I have two. Games that I need to play that are out and games that I want that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, those uh, those two are pretty good. Um, I recommend checking those out if that's the kind of uh, thing you're into. And it's also just a great reminder, like, hey, this shit's coming up. 
Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm so stoked for Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, we also have Resident Evil 2 this month. Don't don't forget, because that's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 is going to have, like, a lot going on, too. Like, that's going to be one where we're going to be hearing about what's going on with it for a little while, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm going to be playing it for, like... This it's probably going to be a game that I'll platinum to be honest. Depending on how ridiculous yeah. the trophies are, I don't look there for the how difficult like, it is. Yeah, like difficulty shouldn't matter. It's just usually well whether or not I platinum a game usually determines is determined by if there's multiplayer trophies. Exactly. That, that well, and that's, that's not sort possible, of what I mean. Yeah. Really. So, um, well, you never know. It could be like, hey, have somebody play it through the entire game with you in one sitting oh yeah, yeah. i mean there's there's been really bad trophies like that in the past for stuff so yeah so i mean it, it does all depend for sure mm. um but yeah that's pretty much what uh I've, i have been up to um we ran through last podcast we ran through uh the playstation plus and games with gold but we do have twitch prime mm-hmm. so uh if you want yeah. to go ahead so um, they still they still do have the Devolver Digital Holiday Pack. That one was fucking me up. Yeah. Um, which I don't remember all what was in there. It looks like Party Hard. Um, yeah. Uh, there was like you, four you, games or something. Yeah. If you click on more info, it shows seven Devolver Digital games: Broforce, <laughs> Hotline Miami One and Two, Broforce. Wrong Number, uh, The Messenger, Strafe, Crossing Souls, and The Swords of Ditto. Interesting. So, I mean, all kinds of stuff in there. Um, and that is going to end the end of this month. So that's all the way through the 31st. Um, we got Hyperlight Drifter. That's a good one. Yeah. We got uh, Season 1 and 2 of Orwell. I think I had Season 1 before, so I'll be glad to have the whole thing. I haven't started that one yet because I knew there was a second chunk that I didn't have yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republic, which was, what, originally a, a, like an iPad episodic game, and it... Ended up getting spread to the consoles and everything. So another one that's kind of story-based. Yeah. And then uh, Bomber Crew, which was something that I had a lot of fun with. Um, I just played it for a little bit just to kind of get a taste. And it's a little bit more than I wanted. It sort of like reminds me of FTL, where you're like managing where your crew members are in this bomber. Yeah, it says and, like, uh, Bomber around. Crew. Bomber Crew is a strategic simulation game where picking mm-hmm. the right crew and keeping your bomber in tip-top shape is the difference between completing your mission and losing it all. Right. So, so yeah, it, it is like a management game. They have almost like a uh, like a really low poly, almost like uh, Nintendo me looking right. characters. Um, yeah. And yeah, you just manage the literally the the bomber crew, the crew on the bomber, um, mm-hmm. and you know keep it up and running. Yeah. So um, that was uh, they have. It's one of those things where I've talked in the past about uh, the like Twitch Prime games, and it's like. Okay, how long are they going to keep doing this? Because they're, like, giving away a ton of value in games and a ton of good games. Like, it's not yeah. just, like, they have, like, 30, like, $5 games that are, like, all shit. I mean, they're giving away really good stuff, and they keep just doing so many. Yeah. Like, I don't and, know how they're getting away with it. And and it's super easy. If you have a Twitch and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, just link that shit together. Not only do you get all this, but you get one free sub on Twitch a month. So that's just like a free, uh, like, I like watching this person's stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to them. So that, that's pretty cool. 
Um, it also usually comes with like some other like small perks, like uh, um, like emotes or whatever on Twitch. If you mm-hmm. fancy that kind of stuff, yeah. Looks so like they got some free. Some still have some free uh, Warframe Warframe yeah. stuffs as well. Warframe's in tight. Yeah, so, yeah, they're bros. Uh, it's cool. I mean, they continue to to do some awesome shit. So definitely be following that. Definitely. Um, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so we do yeah, have some games. Yeah. Before that, let's jump. Or uh, if you guys get the chance, as I usually say, head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check out all the stuff that we've got going on on the weekly basis um drop a like over there and you know get early looks at uh most of the stuff that we talk about here as well follow Mm -hmm. us on twitter at mammoth games inc and see uh our ridiculous bullshit that we uh tweet so that's oh yeah as well you get to know um when the podcast goes live for listening so if you get halfway through the show here live and then you know oh shit i want to it's good reminder um as well when we do go live and do this or upcoming we missed it this week we wanted to do it but uh the um uh ashley surgery just didn't allow for it but Mm -hmm. uh we do have cyberpunk coming up hopefully next weekend yeah i think it's uh definitely think it's doable for next weekend so hell yeah cool let's jump into the games all right so yeah last uh what last two weeks we didn't have anything so um i'm proud to report that uh some hd remakes and some uh definitive edition bundles are bringing us in on friday january 11th um we have basically four games coming out um starting with mario and luigi bowser's inside story and bowser jr's journey for the 3ds so this um, is uh, just like it's it's literally the old Bowser's Inside Story, but with Bowser's Journey, Junior's Journey as well. Right. It's like two. I'm, as far as I know, they're just putting two games together and releasing the bundle. Oh, okay. okay. Um, there is some additional little content that wasn't in either of the other games, but I don't know. I mean, there's does, does slap a price tag on it and just kick it out the door. You know what I mean? Does Bowser shit him out in the end? I hope so. I hope the game ends with Bowser just like laying eggs taking a beach. big fucking growler, and then he like he's like crawling on all fours toward the ocean. And he doesn't make it, and a bunch of seagulls like grab him and fly off with him. And then uh, Bowser Junior hatches and is like looking around, like dejected. <laughs> That'd be dope. He shits out Mario and Luigi. He's in there. He's like hot, 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 hot. Oh god, I shouldn't have had that kung pao chicken. So then, uh, immediately after he shits out Mario and Luigi, they go on to do new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for the Switch. Oh, good. <laughs> Got him. Okay. So Coming out the same day, huh? Yeah, a lot of what they're doing is Nintendo's like, oh yeah, nobody played any of our games on the Wii U, so we're just going to put them all on the Switch. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're getting... Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting there with... Uh, they're going to have to do the exact same shit for uh, 3DS. Yes. I mean... You know? You're right. Yeah, I don't. I still this think it's a bad was, idea to. This game was fun though. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the Super Mario Brothers are always like really well, you know, highly rated and, and highly reviewed and everything. So we do have surprising. another article about this uh, later on in the show. Yep. Dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Nintendo. That. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, go ahead. One that Grim is uh, very Dying excited for. for uh, from your boys at uh, Damkai Bamco. Uh, great company. <laughs> great company. 
Bandai Namco uh, for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That tells of Vesperia definitive. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean... This is another 10-year-old game. game. It's another old game. It's a big game. It's uh, a a Mm -hmm. pretty fun game. Uh, Like, I I really like the Tales series. Um, I never really... I mean, I I played a couple of the Tales games, but it's just not my thing. It's just too JRPG for me. I don't think I could play... I don't think I could go back and play this again, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Uh, But, I mean, moving forward, you know... Yeah, I'll give it a peek. Yeah, I'll give it a peek. Cool. Um, and then... Yeah, the final one. And then the final one here. Uh, the last one. Uh, all Like we said, all these coming out January 11th. Right. Uh, Hitman. Uh, it's Hitman Absolution and Blood Money HD PS4 Xbox One from IO Interactive. Yeah, um, and they... Uh, you should know what this is. Yeah, they tweeted about it on January 4th to announce that this game was coming out. <laughs> Yeah, the like, Hitman they, HD they came enhanced, in so hot. Enhanced collection, which includes Absolution, which was fantastic, and Blood Money, which is considered to be probably one of the better Hitman. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't know. I know. Yeah. I, mean, Blo- I, I know Blood Money was pretty well uh, reviewed, pretty well received. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Hitman Two was probably probably the best out of all of them that people love. Yeah. So um, I mean, as far as I know, this is just IO. Um, getting the games out again under their own under ownership, their own. right? Not under Square Enix. Um, yeah, there there is something really, really, really fun about the Hitman mm-hmm. games. That it's almost even if you are not into Hitman, like mm-hmm. like I, I don't feel like you're into Hitman. Hitman's not something not. that you would buy. But yeah. if you had the chance to sit down and play this, I can almost guarantee you might have fun with it. Right, I mean, I've I've got several of the like the the newer Hitman games are on the Xbox Games Pass and everything. Like, right, uh, it's uh, like just objectively speaking of what it is, they've nailed it. I mean, like IO's been working in this field for so long that yeah. they've really reached the peak of like, you know, it's a it's a Hitman simulator game. I mean, yeah. the amount of room that you have to do weird shit and like play around with your own stuff and do things differently is amazing yeah you can go back and you can play like in uh what they just came out with the hitman 2 um and well it, it would be hitman 2 like of the reboot it's mm-hmm. not like the original right. hitman 2 um but the just amount of stuff that you can do with this uh with this game like you go about it one way and then like oh man but it would be cool if you know, he thought that I was the contact that he was meeting, and then when he went to the bathroom, I spiked his drink with poison, and mm-hmm. then I walked out of there with all, a all of his money and b with him dead. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's so many ways to go about it. Or you could stand across the way and snipe the fucking dude through his window. It's it's so good. Mm-hmm. It when you think of like when I think about the game, it's like I wish that you know there's so many games sometimes that you wish like. Casey and I were talking. I have the move teleport. I wish I could just fucking teleport someone clean off of a cliff. That'd be awesome. Yep. Why isn't that in the game? You definitely this should be game, able to do that. This game gives you those options. Right. It gives you the ability to do the things that you wish. You won't play this game and go, I wish I could do this. Mm-hmm. Because you can do it. You just do it. Right. Yeah. So that's Which what... 
yeah, is, impre- cool. is just crazy impressive about the about the game. Yeah. And, but it's still, like I said, just people don't people don't pay attention to it. I do feel like Hitman is like um, you would assume that Hitman has like a really like snobby like sort of overrated community or whatever just because of what it is. But yeah. it turns out like. I don't know, like some of the videos, you can watch videos of people doing really interesting, weird shit. Like the people in the, the Hitman, uh, I don't know, the Hitman reboot or whatever from a couple years ago. Um, where they were able to time to get an assassination basically by having a car pull in at a certain time and not be able to see where it was going and run over the target. <laughs> uh-huh. Like some of the shit that people do is amazing. Yeah. So... Um, Waiting and, for the yeah. Game. These games are these games are kind of underappreciated, I think. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just because they, you know, they've been around a long time, mm-hmm. and somehow they like, managed to maintain the rights to the game. Oh they yeah, that's shocking. A lot of places. It's very several shocking, different like, publishers. Almost unheard um, of. Yeah. Yeah, Typically, that should, doesn't happen. <laughs> they, yeah, they should have been eight alive to be honest. It's got to be because but, they're a European company. Like I, th- I believe IO is. Um, well, I have a fucking internet right here. Let's find out. Uh, they are Dutch, Danish. Shit, Denmark's mm. gonna fuck me up for saying Dutch. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a Danish company, so I would assume that maybe, like, the overbearing power of like the fucking European Union, uh, maybe helping, um. Like there, there may be some reason, some some country law based reason why they're uh, a little more powerful. So that that's that's pretty exciting. One of the first, um, it was it was one of the first PlayStation Two games. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I maybe beat mm-hmm. like all the way through. Like because it's not usually the type of game that I would play. I just remember playing all the way through Freedom Fighters and like loving that game uh-huh. and yeah they also retained the right to freedom fighters okay that's cool that's nice. pretty dope yeah did you know that denmark is legally in charge of greenland that's that's pretty interesting right well, that's neat yeah that's something i didn't know yeah technically also still a kingdom nice wait denmark or greenland or both uh denmark All right, so as usual, I'm sure there's something that we missed. If there's something that didn't make the list that you guys wanted to see, let us know over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc., and uh, we'll try- maybe pop it into next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Cool. We don't have really too much uh, for uh, like freebies, but we do have a cool beta slash trial for you. Um, if you... Uh, it, it's kind of a long name, but if you look it up, um, it, it's over on PlayStation.com. Uh, Dreams, uh, the game, upcoming game from the guys that made Little Big Planet, are launching a uh, creator's beta trial. Um, you can sign up for it over on PlayStation's website. Um, they do require uh, your name, email address, PSN ID after you log in. Um, mm-hmm. As well, you must be 18 years of age and either live in the U.S. or Canada. Uh, but it is like a sandbox creator. We've seen it a ton of times. It's been around forever. Um they did launch a beta. Um, they launched a really, really like uh, tight beta back in December. I think it was like right around the 11th. Um, heard nothing from it. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't even see anything from it. 
which is surprising. Um, but they plan on, I imagine, launching a larger beta next week. Um, and this is where you sign up for that. Yeah. So that could be kind of cool. You can do whatever you want. It's like, you know, Little Big Planet kind of paved the way for you to make uh, the kind of game that you wanted, even though it was kind of cheesy. This, this looks much different. This looks like that on steroids. Like, you can create your own game or movie or, like, they've even shown, like, uh, like full concert experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is something if you are a creative individual and you want to, you know, let like maybe let something that's in your mind out, this could be a great way to do so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything from um, designing games. It's a, yeah, it says designing a game, puppet a character and voice it, make a painting, compose a song. Anything is possible in the Dreamverse. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so this is gonna be cool. Um, I'm excited. I know you signed up for it. Um, yep, and yeah, we'll definitely report uh, next week if we get that email or whatever, and uh, any information that we could possibly share. I do know there is probably an NDA, <clears throat> as we didn't hear about the first one. So, yep. Dude, there's a. Oh hey, Grim's here. I don't oh, know, but Grimm. yeah, like um, Dreams has like some crazy potential from industry people that I've heard talking about it. They're like. Um, this is basically a game engine. Yeah, like there, there's a lot of really interesting stuff I've heard about it. So, um, and what it'll be what fascinating I, to see. What I love about it is they've taken the things that you've done that we that they've already implemented in other games, including Little Big Planet, probably the most notorious. Um, of you know people creating things and then uploading it, but in this case, it'll be smaller pieces. So. If you're like, man, I need a really cool painting, you know, I'm building this, uh, you know, I'm building this game that's kind of like, uh, like Stardew Valley, but it's in third person. Mm-hmm. But I need like art. You can literally take people's paintings from inside of the Dreams game, custom paintings that they've made, and you can put them on your yeah. walls if they upload them. Yep, that's fantastic. Yeah, there's some really cool shit going on with that. Yeah. Um. So it, it, this feels like. Um, <laughs> almost like a like a steam like workshop or whatever yeah but i i don't know it's it's something that's really really hard to explain uh but yeah i mean i guess we'll hopefully know more about it in the coming weeks yeah mm-hmm. i think they have something bigger in february coming up too i think we talked yeah. about that once cool uh why don't we jump into the fun weekly news um, sure. Yeah, it's gonna be a gonna be a good time here uh, because uh, I mean, we have had a little bit of everything this week. We have Soldier Boy, we have Jack Black, we have Lord of the Rings. How's that? We're kind of hitting all the hit, hitting all the points. Uh, but first Rock up was something here. that was pretty surprising. Um, South Korea's uh, like biggest gaming giant Nexus is up for sale quite literally the dude was like i'm kind of over dealing with it <laughs> yeah like that's how the, the person out. in um right uh kim jong ju Ooh, damn i guess yeah. he didn't have any sons huh in 1994 kim jong ju uh founded uh nexon south korea's largest gaming juggernaut he now owns nxc 
Next, next, uh, Nexus, Nexon's holding company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's putting it up. He's putting up ninety-eight point six four percent of the company's stock for sale, worth an estimated ten billion dollars. Um, so they had stuff like Nexus, The Kingdom of the Winds, and Cartwrighter. When it went public in 2011, the company raised $1.2 billion, which is the biggest, uh, one of the biggest ever for a gaming company. Yeah, um, huge. So a website in South Korea said that Kim personally owns 64.49% of the shares. His wife, uh, which is a game direct, or a uh, director at the company, mm-hmm. uh, owns another 29.43%. His uh his personal company Wise Kids owns another one point seven two percent. So Nexon, I, Nexon America, Nexon Europe under the NXC umbrella. So he's looking to sell the NXC. He's looking to sell uh, the whole shebangabang. That's what it looks like. I wonder um, what his wife. I wonder if she's. She probably don't give a shit. I wonder if she's still interested, or if that was like I'm just I'm putting it, out, maybe. in your name. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I th- think it was just so that one person didn't control too much right right it, it was still his influence but it makes it look better if it if it's two people that's what i believe rather than um one. so yeah they they were part of a contracted um legal battle over alleged corruption uh he mm-hmm. was found innocent of the the uh corruption charges i guess that was i mean this started several years ago in south korea where they basically went on this massive like corruption um I don't know, like like rooting out corruption. It led to a new government and all kinds of crazy shit going on. So, um, you know, this this happened with Samsung. This happened with pretty much any South Korean company. Um, so basically, he's just like, you know what? I'm over it. There's increasing regulations on the company. I'm being tired after um, after all the, the lawsuits and everything. I think I just want to step back and dump some cash. So it looks like uh, this is going to be one of the biggest mergers and acquisitions in Korean history. Uh, most of the name, uh, most of uh, what people are hearing about the possible buyer is uh, China's Tencent, which would make right, them right. easily the largest game company in the world if they, yeah, um, yeah. if they do this I, acquisition. I, yeah, I'm not even sure who would be in competition um, because that's I mean, big. who can afford that? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's not like he's going to sell it for exact value. You're always going to do it less, right? But, I mean, yeah, that's I crazy. love that. I love that he was like, "I won't be passing it down to my kids." Damn, brutal. I love, uh, I love people that make their rich people that make their kids live their own life. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. And as well that he's going to, you know, donate, which is not a large portion of. Oh, know, it's a tiny portion, it's but tiny. I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah, but it's still fairly large when it was yeah. zero before. It's more than I can do. Yeah, right, right. To um. Charitable works, including uh, helping young entrepreneurs and hospitals for children. Um, Hell yeah, St. So, Luke's, yeah, baby. That, yeah, it's it's um, it's pretty good. It's interesting. I like that he's going out. Like, I'm just over the bullshit. <laughs> like, I just want to sit back. Like. I bought three yachts. I'm gonna go to like each one of them. And yeah, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna drive my I'm yachts gonna, to where the other one is harbored and just run them in a permanent triangle between the different locations and swap them. One yacht is going to be for sleeping, one's going to be for pooping, and the other one's uh, going to be for everything else. For cocaine parties, right? Right, right. Cocaine parties, you know. Hell of a drug. Um, just anything that you can think of. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, um, it's kind of ideal. I mean, he did what he, you know, wanted. He, you yeah. know, he, he made it happen, he became... Uh, now biggest. he wants his fucking money, bye. 
yeah. <laughs> now now he's gonna sell it to Tencent. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's crazy. Damn, Tencent. Um, I, I think they're already the largest game company in the world by by uh, sales. I think this is gonna push them to the largest by volume. <laughs> like yeah. number of games. Possibly yeah. number of employees. <laughs> like massive. I mean I remember when people were talking about like there was like uh when Ubisoft was sort of up and coming in like the the mid two thousands. Um, you know, I don't know. It it was, um, people were afraid of Ubisoft because it was such a huge company controlled by these brothers. Um, you know, it had all these offshoots like Gameloft, uh, a couple others. And it would, it just had like a massive number of employees. Ubisoft is, um... Ubisoft's the biggest game company by number of employees, I'm pretty sure. Uh, number of permanent employees. Um, I do know, I know they have... I, I know they don't, like, kick people out when they're done with them. So that's yeah, Ubisoft's got some weird possible. behaviors, and it was it was stuff that, like... Um, Activision and EA were worried about workers wanting better deals because of hearing about Ubisoft, basically. Mm-hmm. Um... So it is really interesting. Uh, so I'm excited to hear more uh, about what happens with this because this this Chinese company, from what I've heard, Tencent. Everybody that's involved with Tencent loves them. Huh. So huh. yeah, I'm trying to find some. Uh, Ubisoft is the fourth largest publicly traded game company in the Americas and Europe after Activision Blizzard's number one. Electric Electronic Arts is two, and Take Two is three. Okay. In terms of revenue and market capitalization. Um, and they've got a lot of fucking studios. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't really find the info I wanted here. Cool. So, I mean, I mean, you were, this isn't the last time we're going to hear about this. We're going to hear who no. picks it Whatever up. Whatever the sale we're gonna is, see. we're going to hear about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. We'll hear about that. We'll bring that, um, we'll bring that forward as soon as we, uh, as soon as we know. All right, let's jump to just the fucking worst news possibly of the show. Yeah, this is fucked up. Um, <laughs> so Nintendo has made an official ruling on Bowsette, uh-huh. which is, of course, Bowser wearing the Super Princess crown or whatever. Um, okay. Got it right there. So Nintendo went ahead and said, Bowsette is not canonical. Fuck Reggie. Am I right? So... So the the problem here is they've created for um, the re-release of the Wii U edition that we yeah. just talked about. Um, yeah, what, what was it? It was just the New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Right. Um, there's an item that is like a mushroom and a crown. And I guess the only person who can pick it up is a toad, right? Or is it uh, just limited to toadette? Sp- specifically toadette only. That that is weird that they would create an item that only one character can pick yes. up. Do they have so, items that the other characters can only pick up? Not that I know of. Huh. Well, it uh, turns so, Toad yeah. or it turns Toadette into a Princess Peach, basically uh, character called Peachette. Yeah. Um, just slightly different hair. She wears a crown, that same crown. She has like a her frilly dress, but it kind of has like a a mushroomy look. To it. Yeah, it's a little more mushroomy version, basically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, of course the idea was, what if other players... Goombat? Yeah, Boo- Goom- Boozette? 
<laughs> there was a lot of them that were like Coopet. There were so many good ones. Piranet. Uh, Luigi. Luigi. Oh. Ooh, that would have been good, huh? <sighs> I'm getting worked up over here. <laughs> but the idea was like if Bowser wore it, he would turn into a Princess Peach looking uh Bowser. Like basically a BDSM. A BDSM Princess Peach. Princess Peach. <laughs> I love that idea. It's so good. Um I, I don't know. It's but but yeah, they they just shot it down saying that literally only one character. They did uh, specifically say in their in their posting, um, sorry Luigi. <laughs> Everybody's like, there I, was there a Luigi yet? I don't know about that. I yeah, very good. I'm gonna there's gonna be some art. You'll see some art somewhere. Don't you worry yep. about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, following that, we'll go ahead and tear some more people's <laughs> dreams down, I guess. Pasty, I would bang Bowsette. I would bang Bowsette for sure. I don't know if there's... As long as she still has that lizard tail, you know what I mean? Well, what's she doing with that lizard tail? Okay, now she... he's corrected himself. I would let Bowsette bang me. That's correct. That's where the tail comes in. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Extremely good shit. Um, cool. Okay, yeah, so the next one I... I I recall talking about this. I don't know if I, um, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast or if I just talked about it. I guess I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, uh, the original creators of Star Control One and Two are involved in a legal battle with Stardock, which owns the right of distribution. Uh, well, what is it? One's a trademark and one's a. Uh, copyright. Copyright. Yep. So, um, the trademark is owned by Stardock, and the copyright is owned by the original creators. Yeah. So it's sort of a battle of, um, you know, which of these is defending what, and how do they work uh, legally speaking when the two run into each other. So just like, like leading into this, this <clears throat> is a clusterfuck. Uh, this whole yeah. situation is a clusterfuck of well, it's it's a really is, uh, like it's yeah. going to be a really ugly court case because this is going to be setting a precedent. So both sides can't really afford to back down. Not only because both sides have a property involved, like mm-hmm. both sides have a game involved in this that could potentially be deemed like you know illegal to make. And they're both the same game, basically. <laughs> Essentially, I mean, yeah. they're both they're both making a game based on the same previous two games. Right? So basically, the winner gets a bunch of money and the ability to make the game that they well to like properly have. sell the game that they already made. Yeah, yeah, much. it's yeah, it's basically um, they can um, like e- either they uh, kind of like rob the other studio or whatever of the of of their game, or hey, no, we won, we you know, we're the original creator, so we get to make our game again. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And, uh, well, for the, on, uh, on December 27th, uh, which, you know, it takes a while. Once, once something legally happens in court, it usually takes a little while before we hear of what the fallout is of it, or, you know, some stories get written up, because it's kind of complicated. Right. But, um, basically, so, the original dispute was over the game that the original creators were making that do not own the Star Control license anymore. Um, I guess technically they never did. They just owned some of the the assets that were involved in the game, the IP. Um, you know, they've been through two companies, Acclaim first, and then when Acclaim went down, Atari 
got the rights to the Star Control franchise. And then Atari made a Star Control 3, which had no legal battles involved. And the original two creators went on to go do something else. Uh, and now those two creators started making another game that was a spiritual successor to Star Control 2. So then Stardock, which owns the trademark, basically said they have to cease and desist on their game because it's stealing their license or whatever. So then they responded, the original creators responded saying, you know what, fuck you, stop making your game because you're stealing our shit. Uh, so that's what the legal battle's about. <laughs> um, so we can see it's starting to go... Uh, I mean, this is, in my opinion, this is the right way to go. It appears that the court is going in favor of the original creators, which I think is really important for uh, creators and artists and people that make shit that a company then buys the rights to later. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, the original two creators said, you know what? We're going to put out a uh, DMCA, what, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, uh, mm-hmm. takedown notice for Star Control Origins to Valve and GOG. So we're going to say, hey, you know what? This game infringes on our copyright. You guys should not sell this game. And if you do continue to sell this game, we're going to demand revenue from it. So typically when a store gets that, they just take it down. They don't like negotiate what amount of money they're going to hand over. They just stop selling it, right? Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Stardock issued an injunction in court saying that that DMCA would force storefronts like Valve and Gog to stop selling the game without proof uh, that the game there's anything wrong with it. Like, if you get this, it doesn't matter if it's legitimate or not. This court order, basically, you just have to stop doing it or you're liable. Mm-hmm. So um, they said, you know, that would cause Stardock, quote, irreparable harm, and it's there's no proof to say that there's anything wrong. Uh, on December 27th, the judge ruled against Stardock, Stardock stating that the DMCA would not force anyone to remove the game from sale. It would only advise them to do so in good faith that Ford and Paul had a reason to believe it was infringed on their copyright. Um, As to irreparable harm, the judge ruled that this harm was self-inflicted. Quote, As aptly observed by the defendants, Stardock announced the release date and launched its marketing campaign for Origins in June 2018, after this case was at issue, and Stardock was well aware of the defendant's allegation that Origins infringed their copyrighted work. So that, like, in legal terms, they said, well, you did this to yourself, so tough. Which is brutal. Like, uh, this really shows that the judge is not siding with Stardock here. Um, Mm -hmm. And some of their behavior uh, has basically been, like, uh, the judge sees it as insulting to the court in the legal system, which is not a good place to be. Um, and I mean, it's, this is kind of inside baseball a little bit, but the CEO and president of Stardock is just kind of known to be a dickhead, basically. Um, Brad Wardell is like, I don't know, he's got some problematic shit out there. Um, and, uh, hold on. Um, there we go, Luigi. Uh, so... Yeah, basically, like, uh, Steam and GOG ended up, they said, you know what, yeah, we are going to take Star Control Origins down. Um, If you already have it, of course, you can continue playing it. Uh, On Stardock's own website, you can buy the game, which they just give you a game key that you go redeem wherever, you know. Um, The DLC and Season Pass are still available for purchase on Steam and GOG, which is kind of weird. Which, I mean, I guess if you don't own the game, it doesn't really matter. So, they probably don't give a shit. Um... And there's, like, some interesting, like, 
stuff where basically the uh, original creators have this graph that shows screenshots from Star Control 2, which they own. Star Control 3, which Atari owned, but Atari had to not infringe. Yeah, they, they, they went that other direction, kind of. Yeah, they just went with... They basically made another game with that title, but it was a different game. I mean, this right. has happened... In, you know, that's what Mad Max uh, 3 is, the Return to Thunderdome, right? It was a different story, right. and they slapped the Mad Max label on it to get it sold. So, um, you know, this kind of stuff happens all the time in the entertainment industry, so... Um, they're basically showing, okay, so you can see in our game that we can, we, everybody agrees that we have the copyright to Star Control 2. We're showing Star Control 3, and we're showing a typical gameplay screen from Star Control Origins, which you can see is not modeled on Star Control 3, which they could do freely because we don't own that. It's modeled after our game Star Control 2. Yeah. And they point it out a bunch of reasons like, why or whatever. It just looks like a better version. It just looks like a newer, yeah, it like, looks uh, like, like somebody updated. made a sequel, a proper updated modern technology sequel. Right. So, um, you know, and they're, it's really weird because they, they go on to say, like, hey, we're not claiming that we have a copyright on any of the things that we're listing in this box. We're saying that their game is very clearly based on our game, which they can't do. You know? Hmm. Like, you know, it's, right. it'd be different. And then, of course, so Brad Wardell, uh, who on Twitter for some reason is known for his uh, Simpsons character avatar that's been that for, like, 20 years for some reason. Um, he goes on to like refute it and he's like they're claiming that they own the color red and shit and it's like that's clearly not what they're saying yeah like it's it's uh but I mean he's like just generally kind of a whiny bitch um I don't know and it's and he's saying things like well everybody knows like even they know that their claims are frivolous blah 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 and it's like yeah but the court's agreeing with them and not you so like the legal system in the court that you're in right now is disagreeing with you while you're saying, oh, it's obvious that this is frivolous and blah, blah, blah. It's like, eh, the legal system disagrees. So, I, you know, I'm not one to say that the legal system is 100% right in 100% of cases. But, like, it's it's tough to grandstand when you're on the losing side, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, there's still a lot to play out. I mean, there's been a lot of times when it's like, Oh well, you know you can't say that, so we're going to punish you for that. But you win your case. <laughs> like that certainly happens. So, so we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, direction wise, I mean, it's like it's obvious that. I mean, you look at just the the two games. I mean, which they will obviously be looking at pretty heavily. Mm. You can tell that they're. It looks just like a modern like modernization, like right. even down so, to the music. The music is just like a remix of what it was before. Mm-hmm. So I, so I mean, you can kind of say you can pretty much look at it and go, the, the outcome, you know, without I mean, it being like wildly, like, like an almost like this doesn't seem like it'll have a surprising outcome. Right. I, I mean, mean I, pretty, I feel it's, like it's pretty um, cut and dry. Yeah, I feel like it, it's kind of like destined in this company. Stardock's just going to, like, fight as hard as they can to get the minimal amount of punishment, I think. Right. Um, Which, at this point, I mean, that's... Would be... I mean, the the minimal amount of punishment would be, okay, you're allowed to sell this game, but you're on thin ice, and don't try this shit again. Right? Right. I mean, I I feel like they're probably going to... The outcome will probably be that they're allowed to continue selling this game and everything, but they're going to owe more money than expected to the original creators. Right? Sure. Like, they're going to have to give them, like, a... They're cut five, five to ten percent, 
creator's fee or whatever that they that they didn't want to have to give. That's right. probably what's going to happen here. Yep. Um, but so you know, I do like that. Uh, you know, I always would want to support the original creator and things like this. Uh huh. Um, even I mean, even when they do give it away, like we, you know, we've had a similar thing talking about um, you know the original author of the Witcher series, the creator of the Witcher, I should say. Uh, against CD Projekt Red, where he's like, you know what? These games did better than expected. I want more money. And it's like, you know, I, like from his point of view, I don't think he's wrong. I don't think that the law is on his side, but, you know, he fucking, it's his idea. Without it, they would have had to make something else that was exactly the same game, but just had different names. <laughs> right. And it's that's not hard to do. Like, um, there's a lot of, like, okay, so Shannon reads a lot of, like, um, fan created, like, fanfic. I'm not saying, like, porn necessarily but it's involved sometimes <laughs> but you know what i mean like she reads a lot of fan fiction including just general shit that like could be a book mm-hmm. like mass market appeal stuff right yeah, yeah. it's I like think we've talked about that it'll before. be it's... right it'll be so alternate and i think we talked about this talking about the witcher even like yeah it'll be like okay so um we'll take ray from star wars movies and kylo ren but they're potato farmers during the irish famine and uh it's it's 1896 and (laughs) and she said shit like this and it's uh one of her favorite ones to go back and read was a danny phantom story oh boy that was in written in the civil war and like if you literally just name the character something different yeah you've just created your own artwork and you can sell it online (laughs) And you can make a million dollars. Like, and it's really well written shit. That's the difference between, like, it's it's not really a like a thick line between, um, like fan fiction and like your own personal thing. And like, it's mass market fiction, right? Yeah, it's it's really small. And like, if you took even, like, you're taking the time to write this whole thing, right? So if you took a couple of days and you already know what the character is like now. Mm-hmm. Like, just take it, change the name, change a few of the, like, little key features. I mean, that's, yeah. like, that's taking inspiration. Right. And from- Like, I mean, how many fantasy stories, and this is even kind of tangentially related to this article, how many fantasy stories are just the Lord of the Rings with different characters? All of Basically them. all of them. I all mean, Tolkien set up, and we've talked about this in the past as well, where Tolkien set up a universe that all Western fantasy is now based on. Right. I mean, he was early in using, like, orcs, elves, and dwarves and shit. And now every fantasy setting, Dragon Age, has orcs, elves, and dwarves. Yep. I mean, it, you know, it, it's he, he set a standard. So, if I have an orc and an elf and dwarf, uh, that's not, uh, you know, if I don't name my fucking character Frodo, and if he doesn't have hairy feet then basically I'm making my own thing. So yeah. it's it's so weird that it's like, um, you know, people will get so precious about certain shit. So yesterday I watched for the first time, uh, I watched No Country for Old Men. Okay, yeah. Great movie, excellent haircut. Uh-huh. Uh, went on a little longer than necessary. And did you know that that's based on a book? I would say that probably most people do not know it's based on a book <laughs> it's uh so the book is was written by cormac mccarthy which was uh also the writer of the road mm-hmm. so 
Nice. Could they have said that exact same story without having to pay that dude? I don't know if he's still alive, but without having to pay him or his estate or whatever to use the name and the license? Yeah. I mean, it'd be so easy to make a space sci-fi game and just change the name of every individual thing. I mean, the name of the ship is the same. In both games, you're piloting, quote-unquote, the Vindicator. So... I mean, we like, could create a new haircut for an old man. That could be a show. No haircuts for old men. And yeah. they just all, all the old men have really long hair, and it's just never discussed. It's, it has nothing to do with the story. It's never brought up. Just believe me. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's really not difficult <laughs> yeah. to just make just, your own shit. Just, it, just like, switch gears after right. you've, you know, cr- you know, you're in the concept phase and go, well, we, we need to change these things. We've obviously like robbed this from you know this yeah. game. Or okay, this so this is pretty clearly book. Ghostbusters two. So let's go ahead and switch a couple elements around and change some names, and we're good to go. Right. <laughs> like, I don't understand why that's such a fucking complex thing. I mean, you know, it's not in debate on whether they own the rights to Star Control one and two. They're allowed to publish and resell them as much as they want. They're allowed to make Star Control four. A, a a homage to Star Control One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm. They own the trademark. It's all it's all black and white. Yeah. But what they can't do is not necessarily obvious. There's not necessarily a red pen written on their their document that says, "Hey, you can't do this. Hey, you can't do this." You know. But why even fuck around in that territory when you know that the person is going to be lawsuit happy about it? Just don't go there. You know. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, so I agree with the judge. I think they're they're they were asking for it for the most part, and uh, we'll we'll see how it turns out. But I don't see it turn out good for Stardock. Yeah, maybe. you know. Um, cool. So speaking of shit getting pulled off of digital stores that um, we've got recently, <laughs> right? That also you were able to get recently. Uh, Lego Lord of the Rings games were all pulled from digital storefronts. Yeah, um, um, we had just got that with for free on Humble. I think we last even month. talked about it yeah. last month. Um, actually, looking back, it's uh, I think we had an article about it. Yeah, published it yeah. on the twentieth. So um, not yeah. long ago, not a month ago, twenty second. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, I mean, you know, people aren't really sure why that is yet. Um, the only thing that we heard from a Warner Brothers representative was, quote, Lego The Lord of the Rings and Lego The Hobbit will no longer be available for sale in digital stores. The games will remain in players' libraries if they already own them. Um, Got them. This is probably some kind of licensing issue. Yeah. Uh, we do know that Amazon is trying to get the entire Lord of the Rings license. Um, they, so, they have the rights to make a TV show right now uh, set in the, like, the Middle Earth, quote-unquote, like Middle Earth Histories segment i guess i don't know how to describe that but um it could be that amazon is just flopping that dick on the table and being like you know what we're just gonna buy everything lord of the rings related that's possible um and the other theory is maybe the like maybe i mean we've seen it recently i can't remember what the game was alan wake was was it alan wake and they're making a new one with music or um no oh no i know what you're talking about yeah it was like tales of vesperia or something and then they announced, oh, there's going to be an HD copy coming out, so we wanted to purge the old ones. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it could be it could be something along that 
front where they're going to be releasing like an HD, like here's everything, like a Lord of the Rings all on one big floppy dick. But now mm-hmm. it's not coming from these guys, it's coming from these guys. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, yeah I, I feel like that's probably on the close horizon. Uh, we're going to definitely hear a reason for that, like we did with whatever that other game was. Um, yeah, people were thinking, I know they, they reference uh, Alan Wake in the article because they say, it could be something like there's an audio track that the license is expiring on. So sure. if they got if they got audio from the composer of the movies, if they just play directly a, a, a movie soundtrack, that's not flying piece, yeah. then that license eventually expires. And I'm not sure how long the time frame is on that. I mean, with Alan Wake, it was like ten years, right? Yeah. So the, the Lego right. Lord of the Rings games haven't been out that long, mm-hmm. I don't think. But you know. Especially since the Lord of the Rings games and the Hobbit game, which I imagine didn't come out the same year, both getting pulled at the same time. It's probably not for that reason, but it could be something like, uh, you know, they have original audio from the movies that the games are based on, usually. Well, like, they'll take, like, they'll take, sometimes they'll take real, I know the Lego games have done this in the past, where they take real voice lines straight out of the movie, and they import it into the game and have a character say an exact audio cue cut from the film. You know what I mean? And that way they kind of get the story involved and everything, and they don't have to hire new voice actors that sound like shit or whatever. That's a good um, decision, though. So it's possible that Amazon <sighs> now owns the rights to Aragorn's Wait. voice or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard this to is, say what. Th- this is all about publishers, right? There's no developing underlying issues that would be in here. For right. the Lego Lord of the Rings stuff? Right. Uh, well, it was... Um, so UK studio Travelers Tales created them and Warner Brothers published them I would imagine that I mean even if there was something wrong with the developer would that even have an effect on the games being for sale digitally that are already done I don't know yeah that's what what I was getting at I would imagine it has to be a publisher or a licensing issue I can't think of anything else but yeah originally coming out late 2012 right so I mean I don't think those licenses would be up yet yeah, it'd be a weird so. time frame if so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, something I'm sure, again, another thing that we'll uh, hear about in, yeah. you know, the coming months or whatever. All right. Yep. And then your fun article for <laughs> the podcast. Here we go. Finally, some good news. Finally. Uh, we had heard about it and he hadn't posted anything. Uh, but Jack Black has launched his YouTube gaming channel. Uh, it is called Jablinski Gaming. He <laughs> netted like 2 million subscribers before he even posted up his first thing about video games. Um, it was literally him in a uh, in like his gaming chair that has like a reclining feature, just slamming mm-hmm. it fucking back. Yeah, that's good. And it was really funny. Um, I need to get so, that chair. One trailer showing off, uh, <laughs> saying that he's starting the channel. Second trailer, um, what it's about. His third and first video, videos coming out every single Friday uh, about video games. The first one was a look at classic pinball. He went to, uh, uh, I, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Pinball Hall of it's Fame It's like the Pinball Museum Hall of Fame in, in Vegas. Uh, and he just runs through uh, looking at everything this place has to offer with dates um, and more. So, um, it's pretty cool. I don't think... It's pretty cool to me. I think it's cool. 
Yeah, I mean, if this is indicative of the thing he's going to be doing, which is just checking out cool, kind of obscure shit. Yeah. Then well, that's I mean, awesome. I mean, imagine watching him play, like, balloon fight for, like, two hours. I want to see him... Uh, ultimately, Was that his I son? Want, uh, his son is in there, yeah. That's awesome. His uh, son looks just like him. But they, uh... Like, I, I want this to end with him playing, uh... uh Brutal Legend. <laughs> That would be uh, that would be meta as hell. That would be so fucking cool. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, if this is the thing, you know, we're getting video games. Him, you know, him playing games. I like this. This is you know what I do. This is why. I'm, even if he's terrible at it, it's still fun because he's Jack yep. Black. Um, yep. And he's peppering in these like field trips of going to see shit like this. Going to. Yeah. Uh, this studio or that studio. I mean, he, he, that'd be awesome. He he kind of went. He made sure everything was legit. Like he's even wearing like a uh, a pitfall shirt mm-hmm. in the video, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, yeah, and it's just him playing the games, trying to figure out why they're fun. And I think he kind of figured it out. Uh, Fingered it out on, on on a few of them. Yeah. Like the That's cool. little video piece that we were watching, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's all about how you release the ball." Mm, that's how I. That's what I always say to Shannon. But yeah, it, it's it's about how you do it. Doesn't and always work. People don't always think that. It's true, but they're wrong. It's all about um, how you release the ball. I, I I can't wait to see Rage Cage somewhere in here. Oh, you know he's gonna just show up in one episode only, and then never again. Yeah, <laughs> something weird too. Well, the rage cage bubbles with rage. That's true. Yeah. That's what I always heard. Yep. That's what I was always told. Um, so, you know, doing? Yeah, how, that is the question that we... We're, mm-hmm. We've uh, we've made an attempt to contact... Uh, I've been writing, but you still ain't calling. Mr. Uh, Joaquin Black. And, Joaquin. Uh, he has not uh, he has not responded, so you know, our people are trying yeah. to get a hold of his people. I don't know if he knows how to use email. I don't. Is the problem? I I I need to know more about that beard that he has on right now. He has got a good beard going on. He's got a crazy beard going on. We need to trim up them sides. Mm, how do you just grow trim a up beard the middle and leave the sides? Oh boy, yeah. Just take he's got out a the good whole like soul patch all the way. He's down. got a great uh, triangular head shape going on, which I'm yeah. a huge fan of. He could have been in Red Dead if he did that. Just shaved just from under the lip straight down. Imagine you're just innocently playing Red Dead, just trying to have fun petting your horse and shit, and fucking Jack Black rides by. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, excuse me? Oh, by the way, did you ever see Gavin? Wait, what? Never mind. I'm lost on that (laughs) one. As you go throughout the game, there's this British guy walking around. He's like, have you seen my mate Gavin? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in every town, and he appears in the epilogue. Jesus Christ. You never finds Gavin, as far as I know. Do you ever find Gavin? I, I mean, it's impossible to say. Probably. People didn't have ID back then, so I, I probably, probably found him. I probably killed him, to be honest. Sorry. Killed Very that sorry. one dude who was trying to smart-ass me with... Uh, uh, he, he was he was hustling me, is what he was doing. What? That dude that was hustling out there with the pistols, let's do the... Every day he hustling. Every day. Yeah, every day. So, All right. speaking of hustling. Speaking of that's that is what we call bringing it back around. Uh, there's a lot of lawsuits in this one, huh? It's a lot of lawsuits. This is a so, lawsuit. So, there's so we have another story after this and then a third lawsuit story after that. But anyways, 
Um, well, is it a so? Lawsuit? Yeah, I mean, uh, so we heard about uh, Bethesda basically uh, throwing a lawsuit at Warner Brothers over Westworld Mobile. Right. Um, again, this one was like super cut and dry, where it was like, uh, so like, look, this is the same fucking stuff. This is exactly yeah. the same. Characters we can prove that it's the same Everything code the same. because this one bug that was uh, the the bug what it didn't appear or it was in the first version that was released yeah and then they patched it out the same bug appeared in Westworld's first uh, version the Westworld first version and the company that the the company that Bethesda paid to create Fallout Shelter was the same one that Warner Brothers paid to create Westworld Mobile it's the same type of game they look the same it's the same art style uh, it's the same point. You're doing the same things in both games, so and they have the same bug. Who does that fall on? I that might fall. I think that more. Well, often, I, I would think say it's the developer's fault. It's the developer's fault. Um, yeah. But since Warner Brothers is the one that funded them, you could make an argument that well, Warner Brothers told them to do this illegal behavior, so they did because they I were want, paid to do it. Like. I don't know. I think it. I think it falls on the developer, and I. I wonder if they're like, well, they made the game, and I mean, we don't want to kill them. You know, we like Bethesda would run over that company. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like they have zero hope to survive something like that. Right. So it's like let's take it up with, yeah, the, you know, company that's funding them or whatever. Right. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know what the exact arguments are, but basically they reached. A um, what an amicable uh, resolution, basically. Right. They're not going to reveal what the details are, but it's. I'm I mean, pissed about that. I would say, yeah, I would love to know the details, I but know. I would say it's pretty cut and dry. Like Warner Brothers is like, okay, you know what? We made six million dollars on this game. Profit. We're going to give you a million or whatever. And you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you got us on that one. Here you go. Like, there's almost no way it's anything else. Like, they got some money. <laughs> Um, I would love to know the exact detail because I would like to know what that game made in profit wise because I never heard anybody talk about it. The um, Westworld one? Yeah. Yeah, the only time they ever talked about it was when it became a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, I would even like to hear somebody talk about as far as like, um, okay, so we're, we went ahead and reached a resolution. We're going to give them 10% and just assume that Bethesda was the originator and we're giving them like a finder's fee basically like sure. I'd be interested even to hear that even if I don't know what the amount is but it had to be something like that um, and since the game probably wasn't a huge success as far as I heard it's I'm sure it's fine yeah um, interesting so yeah I mean yeah that, I mean it's it's to me short I, and sweet I, we said it before yeah like even before this when we talked about it the first time like it's very obvious that I mean it's yeah. the same thing Especially when you can prove it with something like a, a non-public bug, basically. Yeah. Like, yep. that is, like, uh, you, you can't escape from that one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you very clearly... That's one where you're like, whoops, <laughs> got me. Okay, here's some cash. Uh -huh. Goodbye. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This next one's pretty good, actually. Um, so, uh, former Hearthstone staff is working on a Marvel game. Um, what what Marvel game? Have they talked about it? They haven't talked about it at all, have they? They basically just said, hey, we're working on a Marvel we're game. We're working on a Marvel game. Right. So, uh, um, so it's kind of this... it was the, what, the design director or a lead producer or something from Hearthstone was the original person that we heard about leaving. Turns uh -huh. out he took a whole, you know, cast and Who's crew with Who's coming him, with me? 
Yeah. You guys want to go? He, so, pulled, uh, he, he pulled a Brian from Half Baked. Basically. When he got fired, <laughs> you know, like Brian got fired, he asked who's coming with him. That's funny. And but, except in that case, nobody went with him. <laughs> Jan went with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's I mean, basically what he did here. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. Took his so, briefcase, took Jan, yep. and they're good to go. So, uh, yeah, they said they're working on a Marvel game. I would fucking imagine it's going to be card-related. I would say um, Or, you know, something that essentially is breaking down into card mechanics underneath. It may not... You know, like, um, basically everything in role-playing games for, like, 20 years was behind-the-scenes die rolls. Mm-hmm. And that's only sort of recently started to change. Um, yeah, within the last couple of years, they're starting to do different things where, like... Uh, you have things like The Witcher, which is much more active, and it's less... Like, every swing of the sword is going to do... There's a die roll to see what amount of damage it does, but it's between 42 and 45 or whatever, you know? Right, um, right. So, that's... Only recently has that started to go away, but for a long time, I mean... These old, like, Baldur's Gate and shit, every time you swung your sword, the game would roll a d20 in the background. You just didn't see it, you know? Right. So, maybe it'll be something where it's drawing cards in the background, it's obfuscated somehow, but I imagine it's going to be a Marvel card game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I imagine it'll be like that fusion, what did we get, um, like Super Puzzle Fighter, where it's like Street Fighter, but with Tetris. I feel like oh, right. it's going to be, be something like, like that. It'll Marvel, be... but with cards, right. where, like... You'll play a card, and then a character will do some cool animation. Yeah, I mean, it could even be as like, sophisticated as, like, when we played Keystone, where it was, you know, like, it could even be like a... Like a active, but active then fighter, but card you mechanics. have your deck of cards that you have to lay to make it work. Yeah, who knows? And they're yeah. a new company, uh, so what it's was not the name like of theirs? second dinner, uh, second second dinner, yeah. second baked, something like that. Um, so it's not like they are, you know, they're as far as I know, they're not part of Nintendo, and they're not part of EA. So Marvel's getting really loosey goosey with that license, huh? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, who- well, we know that EA had the rights to Star Wars. Yeah. Um. So I guess they were just like, yeah, Star Wars doesn't include anything else, bitch. See ya. Maybe we'll see that change in the future, though. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Cool. And then the last, uh, I would say it's probably the second most fun article. It's a fun one. uh, Of the show. Because we're just going to be shitting on them the whole whole time. Who? Uh, Soldier Boy. Tell him. Soldier Game. Is officially dead, which is fucking terrible. Why do you got to put soldier in front of everything? I don't know. Um, but it was uh, clever when he came up with it. it but really, it's, I mean, the original name. <laughs> I guess but, I, I get it. Is what I'm saying. But he started. Uh, it was was it only last month that he started selling? Pretty much. Uh, uh, started selling. Them, he started selling them out of his. Um, Yo, can I fucking like, point out that he? He tweeted this from Lebanon. He's living his life. What the fuck He's, is he doing? Soldier Boy started selling the Soldier Game consoles and handhelds uh, out of his uh, personal storefront, Soldier Watch. Of course, it's Soldier Watch. Uh, early last month, uh, became clear that these devices are in no way original, but rather just like an emulator. So it could be like a Raspberry Pi or whatever bigger uh, version of that. Um, and that can be found elsewhere. Played tons of licensed titles, including uh, like Tomb Raider, Tekken, and various Nintendo titles. And then Nintendo pulled out their big old dick. Um, uh-huh. And and his tweet, uh, as you said, coming from Lebanon, 
uh, says, I Little had unish. to boss up. I didn't have a choice. There's some uh, really good fucking responses underneath, by the way. My favorite thing is <laughs> now if you go to soldiergame.com, you are redirected to the Nintendo 3DS webpage. Damn. <laughs> Got him. How fucking savage. And again, this is something that the entire time he was working on it, the entire time he was creating it, right there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he was making it, everybody that knows him, everybody that was like, I mean, people on the internet, everything. People were like, you are not going to be allowed to do this. Oh, somebody has an image of his tweet from 28th of December 18. For anyone that thinks Nintendo is going to sue me, you're retarded. Nothing is going to happen. Everything is legit. My console isn't going anywhere. Trust me. Don't ever trust Soldier Boy. I, I would say don't ever trust anyone with the name Soldier in front of the, anything that they have. Never trust a hoe. Don't trust me. Don't. <laughs> There's some extremely soldier. good tweets under there. <laughs> I think you just saw the one I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the Reggies where he's ready and smiling. Yes. Oh, man. There's a lot of Reggies. Also, there's a lot of King DDDs. Is are. Reggie just King DDD? Is that what we're getting at here? Oh, my. Damn. But yeah, I mean, it's literally, he was just selling a repackaged emulator with some different branding on it and charging like triple what it was worth everybody's like dude this is illegal you're not gonna get away with this i wish i would have bought one to be honest i wish i had one just as a collector's item wouldn't that be funny be like well i have the soldier game hey you could like i would bring that up every time i made like a new friend out somewhere i'm gonna change my twitter handle to austin has a soldier game exactly be like hey do you guys want to come over and play the soldier game because i know you ass don't have one Mm-hmm. Y'all too broke. Zero percent. Let's check eBay. Else has one. Hold up. This is gonna be fun. Hold on. Imagine if this would have worked out and he became the new like. It, what if he was the next competitor to enter the ring against Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo? I don't see anything. The on Soldier Game for Soldier Game. Which I'm looking is into it. Mind blowing. On uh, geek.com, they have RIP Soldier Boy's video game hardware ambitions 2018 to 2018. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he had a console and a handheld. He is still working on that esports team. Right. Most people oh. remember Soldier Boy for Crank That. Oh, here it is. How much is it? Is it still viable? It looks like it's still viable. Um, this is looks like the handheld 99. Damn. It comes in white and black. And the black's kind of like a see-through. At the bottom it says retro game, though. Well, yeah, it's got old games that are fucking emulated on it. I had but to boss up, like didn't a, have a choice. Like, <laughs> it doesn't say Soldier Game anywhere on the, the piece. Even the Nintendo Switch has a big fucking Nintendo logo on the back of it. Hey, uh, well, I'm curious. I'm yeah, why he wouldn't? Why it wouldn't say like "Soldier Game" and have like a he probably couldn't whatever. fucking afford to alter it that much. That's true. I did. Yeah, somebody re- said. I did. Okay, a here we go. One of these. Um, it wasn't even his console. It's a Chinese knockoff that he bought wholesale, slapped his name on it, and advertised it for more than you'd pay if you were just download the games. 
Somebody said, actually, he was too cheap to even put his name on it. He spent small bucks putting his photo on the box, and that's it. I want to see the box. Like, I want to see what this whole thing Give me the box. Like. Give me the box. Oh, Give me is, the box. I, I got it right here. These Logan images of Reggie are extremely fucking me up. All right. It looks like he has Burnout 3 takedown on the handheld. This is the same <laughs> handheld that I saw on that on that other yep. post. Well, I'll... I'll Blow that up. Yeah, let me pull it on. Oh, Enhance! Try to pull everything over, I guess. Uh, it's almost as if literally everyone that ever spoke to Soldier Boy was right. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, right here. Right here it is. Add to cart. Get it for me. Ooh. This seems like... I, I got... I, I remember my uncle. Uh, you know, he, he, he tried. You know what I'm saying? And oh, he no. got me... He knows nothing about video games. He tried. He and, and and he got me this handheld and it kind of looked like a PSP but it was red and it said like 9,999 games in one and mm. usually when you see that shit you're like oh boy Ruh -ruh. well I never played it I found it in a box like 10 years later and I was like loaded on it mm -hmm. uh, and it had it had things on there like I think Angry Birds had just come out uh, when when that thing you know was like coming out or whatever yep. and uh i ended up like doing like a review of it on uh well where did i do it? i think i did it on like snapchat and it was like it was seriously like a 40 minute review of me playing this thing um and That's testing good. what it can do uh i played it underwater which was pretty mm -hmm. cool um and like the only problem is sometimes it would kind of like short out and then I would have to turn it off and turn it back on. Uh, mm -hmm. But it worked. I ended up running it over with the car. It was kind of cool. Um, it, Man, it was, it how, was did it, cool. how did it take the car? Well, it loaded back up. I'm telling you. Perfect. I, it was crazy. Uh, it, was, it was caved in. It was It was like a Game Boy Advance cartridge. It was nuts. Holy shit. Unkillable, huh? Unkillable. Damn. Um, That's pretty dope. I wish any of those things would have worked out. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It would have been cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about this thing. I, I, I have no idea what the console has, uh, with it. The console retails for $199. It's on sale for $149.99, according to Game uh, Revolution. And now it's on sale for... Zero, zero, zero. Nothing. Well, technically, Ungettable. get the handheld... Retails for 150, but it's on sale for 99. Yep. Uh, this site over here says different. It says 120 on sale for 99. But extremely fucking weird. Very weird. What an idiot. Idiot. You know. Dumbass. That kind of thing. Wow. Oh well. So that that's uh, yeah, it looks like nice knowing you. Pretty much it. Would you say the Nintendo Superman that hoe? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Wait, that was him. I, I, that was him. Okay, good. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know. Well, if not, I mean, it's close enough. It's, it's, it's a, Whoops. it's a, it's a swing in the right direction. I do know that. Uh, well, well, <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> I think that's pretty much it for this one. I, I think it's kind of a shorter show. We didn't have 
too uh, yeah, yeah. made fun of people. Looked at some Jack Black mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of lawsuits. You know, honestly, a great way to start the year, actually. Yeah. Because this this is the first of uh, first recording of um, twenty nineteen. Technically, haven't we haven't fucked the year up yet? yet. I'm sure that's coming. There's plenty of time. Sure, that's coming. So, I I think I'm just leaving this cyberpunk thing up the gameplay demo. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave it up for like just in case we'll play a little bit of it here and there at the like end of the show or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I. I, I, I think that's uh, I think that's it for the show. Um, yeah, check back next week because next week I, I feel like I, I'm I'm very very sure that we're going to be playing um, Cyberpunk here on the channel. So make yeah. sure you guys uh, come over for that. It's going to be a great first of all introduction to uh, what Cyberpunk is because we're first playing we're playing it all for the first time. Uh, figuring out how the mechanics work, but as well a look at how uh, the upcoming like Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be working. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be cool. You'll get like an idea maybe of like the classes and, and more. Uh, I I I really I like the idea of what we're doing with it, but I did want to uh, dive into what Night City was. I was yeah. I was super interested in that, but I, I okay. don't think we're going to do that in our in this playthrough at least. No, so. yeah, I want to do. Uh, I'm doing my own uh, Sonic Adventures OC. Okay, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> I was talking about uh, what, what did I? What was it? Uh, fan created content. Uh, it's usually porn. I lost the fan, word. It's gone. Fan, fanfic. fanfic. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to do a call back there, but then I uh, had a mild stroke. And then you missed. Yeah, you missed the. Call so back. it's all gone now. Well, we'll see what happens Fucking next week. I'm, we'll see if I'm fucking alive. We'll, yeah, we'll check back in. Feel it so. dribbling out of my ear right now. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out for the show, guys. As always, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the happenings and video game stuff there as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know we go live and end up playing Cyberpunk, finally. Uh, yeah. But yeah, until next week, thanks for hanging out. I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.